0: More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.
1: Today on More to Life, all stressed up for the holidays. Worried about holiday get-togethers? We're going to help you find your peace. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body uh, reveals how you can
2: actually achieve it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant.
1: Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak.
2: I'm Lisa Popchak.
1: And today on More to Life, we're getting ready for Thanksgiving here with our show titled All Stressed Up for the Holidays. Are you worried about holiday get-togethers? We want to help you find your peace. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 877- 7825 Five seven three seven eight two, five
2: What's stressing you out around the holidays? Are you doing too much without enough help? Is family conflict getting you down? Are you sure- not really sure how to deal with that irritating relative that you've been avoiding for months? Are you feeling disappointed that your marriage and your relationship with your kids or your parents or your siblings or your extended family? isn't what you wish it was let us help you rediscover the peace and find the solutions you are looking for
1: 8775737825 again that's 8775737825 the fact is you know we all look forward to the holidays uh to some degree you know
3: <laughs> some then, people don't yeah well uh, don't. yeah
1: but then, then the, kind of the, the reality of some of it sets in when we start thinking about those complicated family relationships and all the stress that goes into putting it all together
2: well i think that you know this is something that's starting to be acknowledged a little bit more than it ever was before and i'm glad but it doesn't give us an answer. What, what's starting to be acknowledged a little bit more is this idea of, oh, wait a minute. The rest of the stuff doesn't stop. You know, we still have to do all the other daily stuff we're expected to do, you know, 365. And then there's all the holiday get-togethers, shopping, cooking, cleaning, doing. And I was thinking talking about this to to one of our daughters the other day and saying, you know, maybe this is more intense because back in the day our grandmothers days there was a mom that was usually home doing it all while everybody was at school and work. And so there was just time for her to work on it. There was less acknowledgement of the kid, from the kids and the husband cuz they didn't see it all getting done. And it was this whole, oh, it just comes together flawlessly idea that the last couple of generations has not had and so much more so right now. And we just get overwhelmed. There's that overwhelm about making it happen. And then because we're at a heightened level of stress when we have to deal with other people around it, more get togethers, more school functions, more, more, more kind of start to fry out we get we get burned out we get irritable we get sad if you're feeling any of this if any of it sounds like something you're experiencing or are afraid is coming your way especially with a very shortened advent this year let us help you out let us give you some new skills some new perspective connect you with more of god's grace and help you enter this whole holiday season With all that in place, 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825.
1: And again, the show is titled All Stressed Up for the Holidays as we get ready together to celebrate Thanksgiving and help each other cope with that holiday stress a little more gracefully 877 day on more to life we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of st john paul's theology of the body and if you're not aware of what that is when st john paul was pope he gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years that looked at how when we prayerfully reflect on god's creation we can discover a lot about god's plan for leading a a more abundant life and having healthier holier relationships
2: now the theology of the body reminds us that family life is meant to be a gift in fact it's the primary way we learn to be christian disciples love like christ and develop the virtues that help us lead holy happy lives Unfortunately, when a lot of us hear this and then reflect on the imperfections in our own families, we can feel condemned. We feel that if we could only be better Christians, our family would be magically wonderful all the time. We're particularly sensitive to this guilt and frustration about family life around the holidays because of the secular fantasy that. Holiday magic is supposed to just make everything all better without having to work at it. The Christian sense of what God calls families to be gets all mixed up with the secular fairy tale. And the more we get caught up in this, the more angry and frustrated we get with ourselves, the members of our household, and our extended family members. For not doing what needs to be done to make the fantasy happen
1: you know But the call God gives to families to be a gift isn't magic it's a mission they can only be accomplished through God's grace and our intentional prayerful efforts to see God's will be done in our in our families you know sin affects the whole world including our families and holiday magic doesn't have the power to undo the damage sin inflicts on family life Only grace does. And if we want to experience family life as the gift it's meant to be, we need to bring our families to God every day and ask Him to teach us how to respond to the brokenness we find there. You know, First, we need to prayerfully bring the challenges we face in our family life to God and ask Him to help us make His vision a reality in our homes. And then we need to ask Him what small steps He wants us to take today and every day To bring our family life more in line with what he's calling it to be and you know that doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't magically happen because some holiday is here it's a lifelong project that enables us to grow in holiness by working through the things that stop us from living the life God wants us to live and having the family lives God wants us to have well today on more to life our show is titled all stressed up for the holidays as we talk about managing that family conflict, that, that stress and frustration, or uh, about things not being how that we wish they were, either in our families, in our own lives, whatever the situation is, we want to help you find your peace and s- discover the solutions you're seeking. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Let's take our concerns to the Lord. And then we'll start taking your calls in the name of the, the Father, Father the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
2: Spirit. Amen. Amen.
1: Lord Jesus Christ, we bring to you our families and we thank you for the gift of family. And yet sometimes we can be stressed out by those family get-togethers and the conflicts in personality and all the things there are to do, especially around the holidays. We ask you, Lord, to help us to have the peace that comes from living in your grace and the wisdom to know how to respond to those challenges that we face in our family lives, whether that's the family that lives under our roof or our extended family. Help us to know how to respond to the challenges that we face and to not become discouraged or disappointed by what is, but instead see what you are calling our families to be and help us identify the small steps we can take today and every day to let your will be done in our homes and in our families. We ask all this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And in the name of the Father, Father and the, the Son, Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit.
2: Spirit. Amen. Amen.
1: Pope St. John Paul the Great.
2: Pray for us.
1: Today on More to Life, the show is titled, All Stressed Up for the Holidays. As we talk about Thanksgiving and this whole holiday season, what's stressing you out about the holidays? You're doing too much without enough help? Family conflict getting you down? Not sure how to deal with that irritating relative you've been avoiding for months? Maybe you're feeling disappointed that your marriage or your relationship with your kids or your parents or your siblings or extended family isn't what you wish it was, especially at this time of year. Whatever the situation is, we want to help you rediscover your peace and find the solutions you're looking for. 877-573-7825.
2: Let's talk now with Anne, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Nebraska on Spirit Catholic Radio.
1: Hi, Anne. Welcome to More to Life. How can we help you out?
3: Well... Thank you for taking my call. You know, my situation, our situation is the opposite of everything you're describing. Our family is close. It's, we just, I I can't even think of a recent conflict, but what we're dealing with and that is stressing us is that one of us is gone now. Um, it's a, we're all in our sixties and, um, have, children adult children of our own and uh one of us passed away in april and we've been hobbling along without him but now when Mm. the holidays are here it will be i I can't think of a better way to say it but it will his absence will be the elephant in the room his wife particularly uh is is just so stressed and we just don't know how to help her i mean she calls often and says oh i don't know if we're going to be able to put the stocking up this year and you know or we it'll be weird not putting his stocking up and just all those little things and so it's do we talk about it right away when we're all together for thanksgiving do we how do we how do we
1: i would suggest actually talking about it ahead of time You know what i would what i because you don't want to wait until everybody's there and then deal with it you want to go into anything that you're doing as a family with a plan and this goes for you and anybody else who's in in a similar situation to to reach out to her and and and, you know the other family members individually and say you know how would we like to do thanksgiving this year or how you know how do we want to do the holidays what's going to make it meaningful now one thing that i will i will share with you is that um well two things actually number one the holidays can be whatever they are we sort of have this idea that it's supposed to be all fun and that we
2: all have to be happy there can't be a solid thing wrong in our lives everything has to go away and be clean and perfect and that's just not true
1: yeah you know it, it can it can be whatever it needs to be right so so i so when you talk to your family about it you know give everybody permission to feel what they need to feel, to, to, to say, you know, we're really going to miss our brother this year, and, and it's going to be different without him. How would we? What would we like to do to make this time meaningful and special, even if it is different?
2: Yeah. How can we honor him? How can we help each other and support each other through that sense of, of loss and sadness that he's not here? What little things can we do, and how can we really talk to each other about it so that we're not... know two things can happen one you can all be so sad because you haven't discussed this ahead of time that you know you you lose any sense of feeling like the family connection that you want to feel the other thing is you just stuff it you don't talk about it and then everybody gets irritable and grumpy and you end up having arguments that you're not meaning to have because you're actually reacting out of grief discussing it ahead of time Will help you work that out, so it's less likely that those things will happen. So
1: discuss it ahead of time. Give everybody permission to, for the holiday to be what it needs to be. Thirdly, though, keep in mind that grieving isn't the process of letting go of somebody. It's actually the process of finding ways to healthy ways to stay connected to the person who's gone. You know, and so we kind of get this message that you know, okay, you know, this person has passed, so now we're supposed to just ignore it and get on with things. And that's not really the way it is at all. I mean, that that person is still very much alive in Christ and still very much a part of our lives. Uh, And so how do we stay connected in healthy ways to that person who's passed? So, for example, you raised, you know, the issue of um, your sister-in-law saying it's going to be so weird to not put up his stocking this year. Well, what if, I'm not suggesting that she does this, okay? I'm just proposing this as as the kind of idea I'm talking about. What if she put up the stocking And everybody in the family wrote down on that paper, on a piece of paper, something that your brother did that was meaningful or that that he represented to them, a quality about him that you admired, a funny story that, that, that you carry with you, and you write it down and you put it in the stocking as a way of saying what a gift he was to all of you.
2: And and you can either give that to her, you know, doing that process as a gift to her so she knows that everybody loves him and is remembering him. Or you can just, you know, go through it together before you do it. You know, any way you two guys would choose to do it, there are a myriad of ways to handle that that would help you join around how much you love him. And remember him well.
1: Or at Thanksgiving. You know, it, it's, it's common for families to identify something that they're thankful for in the, pre, in the past year. Well, what if you took some time, and again, don't do this without talking to her first, but what if you, did, what if you took some time to say what you were thankful for about his life? And, and and the gift that he was to all of you, um, you know, th- that's what. It, so it's not about you know forgetting that person or getting over it or letting them go. It's about finding healthy ways to stay connected to that person. So, how could you find little ways that you know were comfortable for everybody, that were meaningful for everybody, to make your brother brother part of? these holiday celebrations. You know, that takes some creativity and it takes some communication, but I would say this is the time now, like today, to start having that, that conversation so you're not all just standing around awkwardly looking at each other over, over the Thanksgiving turkey trying to figure out now what. Right, so so number one, start talking about it now. Number two, give everybody permission to feel whatever they need to feel about this and let the holiday be what it needs to be. And number three, talk about ways that you can actually make him part of this and find healthy ways to stay connected to your brother because he still is very much alive in Christ and still very much a part of your lives. And so I hope that you can take those tips to heart and, and that that will help you get through this Challenging season for you
2: now and actually the fact that your sister-in-law is calling you Frequently with what she's going through and the feelings that she's having is Wonderful, I know it feels hard. I know it brings it up for you again, and it makes it more acute But it is wonderful and what she is saying through that is Am I still a part of your family? Do you still love and support me? I'm feeling alone I'm going through these things So being there for her and really saying, hey, how can I support you today through this? This is really hitting hard in this way today. How can I support you through this? Letting her know when she calls, you know, we still love you. You're always going to be part of our family and we are so glad that you are. Giving her those reassurances and asking her, how do you need support through this today in this particular new situation? Because every day of grieving is new. Every day of grieving is changing, and so we need to stay in touch with each other to help each other through it, and not just think it's a one and done kind of but thing. But
1: just just remember that the point I was making about grieving being the process of finding healthy ways to stay connected. Because when you ask her the question that you just put, Delisa just put to you, she's probably going to say, "Oh, I don't know. It's just so hard because he's not here for this and he's not here for that," and that's mm-hmm. all true. But you're you're wanting to try to bring her around to okay. Well, so how? how could you make how could you connect with him you know what would you know and and really kind of gently nudging your family in that direction not pretending that he's gone but but, but finding healthy ways to stay connected to all the things that he brought into your life thanks so much for the call and we've added you and your family to our more to life prayer list if there's anything more that we can do for you guys don't hesitate to reach out to us here on the show and we're taking your calls listeners at 877 877- The show today is titled All Stressed Up for the Holidays. We talk about all those things that come along with Thanksgiving, the whole Christmas season, that that stress us out, whether it's doing too much without enough help, family conflict, things like grief or loss, complicating the the things we want to feel, uh, feeling disappointed that our marriage or our relationship with our adult kids or our parents or our siblings... Our extended family isn't what we wish it was, especially at this time of year, what challenges are you facing that are stressing you up for the holidays? Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue with your calls. Plus, we'll be joined by Jacob Flores Popcheck. We'll be sharing some insights on happiness over the holidays. Stick around.
4: Hi, I'm Al Cresta. Do you remember writing your Christmas wish list as a child?
5: The Wisdom of Mother Angelica. Have you ever been so grief stricken and so heartsick sick that you can't see
2: God? You can't see God in the tragedy. You can't see God in that cross. You can't see God in that sin. Why? You're enveloped in that grief. You're enveloped in fear. And God is out the window. You don't see him standing right next to you.
0: EWTN.
6: Live
1: Truth. Live Catholic.
2: We're so happy to be with you today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and our show today is titled All Stressed Up for the Holidays. Are you worried about those holiday get-togethers for whatever reason? Give us a call. We'll help you find peace and solutions at 877-573. 7825. Joining us right now, Jacob Flores Popcheck. He is a pastoral counselor with CatholicCounselors.com. He's an expert on the theology of the body, an author, and illustrator, and co host with Father Gabriel Toretta of the Faith and Arts podcast, Created Things. Jacob, welcome to More to Life.
6: Thank you for having me.
1: So, you wanted to talk about the stress that we feel in trying to make
6: everybody happy
1: over the holidays, and especially with those people that are hard to make happy.
6: What do we do? Well, you know, this this is something that I see every year with friends, with so many clients, you know, where where, you know, we go back for the holidays or we have family over for the holidays, and there's that one person who I want so badly to win over, that one person who I want so badly to make happy. Maybe it's one of my parents. You know, oh, mom is always so, you know, stressed out or so critical over Thanksgiving. And, you know, it, I'm making it my personal goal to win her over this year. Or, you know, my, my, my kid gets depressed over the holidays and, and I'm not going to, you know, let it go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it my job to make them feel better. Um, and there's a lot of reasons, you know, why, why somebody can kind of be in that place. And there are also a lot of reasons why I can take it upon myself to fix them being in that place, right? Some of those include just the fact that, you know, maybe, maybe I'm projecting a little bit too much and, and I'm placing my sense of self worth on changing this person's mood or, you know, maybe I never got the approval that I sought from that person growing up or whatever it is and I'm, I'm making it, I'm making it about, you know, winning them over now. But whatever's going on, you know, there's a certain, it's important to remember, there's a certain kind of person who has a lot of baggage attached to happiness and therefore, however unconsciously, doesn't want to be happy. And and when I tell people this, they react with shock. They're like, well, everybody wants to be happy. No, not some people, right? In theory, they do. If you ask them on the street, hey, do you want to be happy? They'd say, of course I want to be happy. I hate being miserable all the time. But when it actually, when, when the rubber meets the road... You know, there are some people who, for instance, are afraid of being happy because life has kind of taught them that if they let themselves get happy, then then something bad's going to happen right after, and mm-hmm. it's just going to hurt more. Mm-hmm. Right? There are those people who are constantly waiting for the other boot to drop. Uh, there are other people, for instance, who who have. Who have sort of fallen into the the false belief that the only way anybody who's is ever going to really take care of them or show them affection or care is if they're miserable right because if they're too happy no one will check in on them to make sure they're okay but if they're miserable incentivizes other people to care for them and there are lots and lots and lots of reasons like those where a person might say they want to be happy but underneath they're really frightened of happiness and then you barrel in during a stressful time over the holidays, and you try to force them at gunpoint to be happy, and it just makes it way more tense because they feel like you're attacking one of their core beliefs, and you're making them you know, kind of vulnerable and put on the spot. It, it, it's easy for me to say it's harder to actually do, I recognize. But we have to be able to go into holidays with a, with a radical attitude of, of acceptance. Look, I'm going to demand that you treat me with respect, but if you want to be sad or grumpy or stressed out while you're treating me with respect, as long as you're treating me with respect, I'm going to let that go. Because holidays have to be a safe space for everybody to feel what they feel or else we end up in weird triangulation like I'm describing here this morning.
1: This is really powerful truth you just dropped there (laughs) and i want to thank you for that insight because i think you just opened the eyes of a lot of listeners right now and gave people permission to just let other people be what they need to be for the holidays even if it's not that kind of you know secular fairy tale of everything being perfect all the time jacob thank you so much for being with us always a pleasure to talk with you
6: thank you so much
1: and if folks would like to learn more about his good work, you can come on over to CatholicCounselors.com. That's CatholicCounselors.com to learn more about Jacob's work and the work of all of our pastoral counselors at CatholicCounselors.com. Well, when we come back, we're continuing to take your calls on our show titled All Stressed Up for the Holidays. If you're worried about holiday get-togethers or just feeling stressed out about Thanksgiving for whatever reason, let's talk it out and find your peace and the solutions you're seeking at 877 877- 877
3: Father Benedict Groeschel
6: Ah, I love reverence Wherever I go in the world I usually go to visit the religious buildings And no matter what I see I see reverence awe. I've been in temples and mosques Where I saw more reverence And awe of God Than I see in Christian churches Even sometimes in Catholic churches Oh yes, let me say it and when I was a boy, Catholics were much more reverent and respectful in church. You never, ever spoke in church. When I was a young priest. A man had a heart attack at the beginning of mass. I stopped the mass. We prayed for the man. While the police were coming, the ambulance, they removed him from the church. He didn't die. Not one word was spoken. The police officers and the ambulance attendants who came whispered,
0: respect. I wish it were true today.
5: EWTN.
0: Live Truth. Live Catholic.
5: What is meditative prayer? The Catholic Catechism defines meditative prayer as, above all, a quest. The mind seeks to understand the why and how of the Christian life in order to adhere and respond to what the Lord is asking. Since the required attentiveness is difficult to sustain, we are aided by books such as Sacred Scripture, especially the Gospels, holy icons, liturgical texts of the day or season, and writings of the spiritual fathers. If we meditate on what we read, we make it our own. If we are humble and faithful in meditation, we discover in meditation the movements that stir the heart, enabling us to discern those movements. We are asking, Lord, what do you want me to do? There are as many methods of meditation as there are spiritual masters. The Catechism urges us to develop the desire to meditate regularly. All meditation should advance us to the knowledge of the love of the Lord Jesus. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism.
2: Hi, I'm Lisa Popchek. Did you know that research shows that married couples who find time to connect in meaningful ways tend to be happier and more resilient? It's not just about going out for a date now and then. It's about connecting in simple, ordinary ways on a daily and weekly basis. It's about finding ways to work, play, talk, and pray together instead of individually. For example, when couples choose to make a meal or clean up the kitchen together, That experience can nurture a sense of teamwork and collaboration that spills over into other areas of their relationship. Couples can connect by regularly doing something fun together, too. It doesn't need to be big. It might be as simple as reading a book together or taking an interest in one another's hobbies. As small as these rituals of connection might seem, over time, they create a deep, solid foundation for any marriage. They create the time couples need to share experiences, relate on a deeper level, and build a shared life together. Get more tips for building a strong marriage in the book, How to Heal Your Marriage and Nurture Lasting Love. And if you would like to find faithful help with your relationship, visit catholiccounselors.com.
1: folks, you're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Poptre. I'm Lisa Poptre. And today's show is titled All Stressed Up for the Holidays as we talk about worrying about those holiday get-togethers. And before we take our next call, we're going to send out our congratulations to three, count them, three members of the EWTN radio family. Divine Mercy Radio, KDME, is celebrating their 20th year with EWTN. Also, Meade County Catholic Radio in Brandenburg, Kentucky, marks nine years with us, and... St. Michael Radio in Broken Arrow in Tulsa, Oklahoma, celebrates 19 years with EWTN. Wow, that's a lot of years altogether. Congratulations to all of you from, our, from your friends here at EWTN Radio. And listeners, wherever you're tuning in to EWTN Radio, make sure that you are supporting your local EWTN radio station. Let's keep Catholic Radio going strong for generations to come so we can keep supporting you in living a more faithful an abundant life with that we are taking your calls at 877-573-7825 that's 877-573-7825 on our show titled all stressed up for the holidays what's stressing you out this thanksgiving season this holiday season let's talk it out and find some faithful answers to handle those holiday stressors
2: Let's talk now with Bill, who's listening to EWTN Radio in West Virginia.
1: Hi, Bill. Welcome to More to Life. Hello. My Hi, first,
7: Bill. Uh, what's up? To, uh, I'm pretty down and down to tell about about Thanksgiving, Christmas coming up. My family okay, is... Hey, what's um, going on? They're not really a family. They say they're Catholic, mm. but they, they're not Catholics at all. They're more pagans than Catholics okay they've been um they want me to accept their gifts i'm not going to accept them not until they apologize for all the for sorrow they brought me over the, over the past years
1: bill can, can you i mean when you when you say that i mean is there something specific that they've done recently uh i mean what's what's causing the, uh, the just, kind of just, disconnect between just,
7: just outright rudeness when um they call me, or I call them, and they ask me if uh, how much money do I need. And uh, well, that's not why I'm calling. And we get in a big argument, and we just hang up. That's—I mean—they're just very rude. They're not gonna I consider see. It about all the years we've been apart, and the pain and sour of losing our parents, and they put mm. a dollar sign on it. There's uh, okay. certainly something wrong with the way they're going about life. I think.
2: And Bill, if you just said to them, without bringing religion into it, because that can sometimes complicate things, hey guys, I don't want this to be about money. I want it to be about healing our relationships and actually having a family. Especially now that we've lost mom and dad, we've gone through all this pain. What can we do to heal it? Have you been that direct with them?
7: No, we have. We have. We don't even have any kind of a uh, common ground of, um, you know, friendly. Con- congenial conversation. It's very abrupt and uh, hang up. It's pretty, it's a bad relationship. Okay, so so how my, my,
1: so I guess how can we help you, Bill? Because this is a sort of a wide
7: ranging problem with lots really, of different family members. So know. what what is it you're know. hoping for? I really don't know. It's, it's, okay. it's um, easy. "How to feel for the holidays?" Um, well, let me let me okay speak to this myself. in general
1: then. Well, let, let me speak to this in general then, okay? Because because there 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 are sort of two ways we can go with. this. I would like you to. I'd like you to pray about what God's calling you to in the face of all of this, all right? Because, you know, as it, it's, it can be very lonely in a family when we're the only Christian, right? And we can feel, um, you know, that, you know, we don't get the support for our faith. We can get worse that our faith is treated with antagonism or people try to undermine our faith even. Uh, and that's really painful, Um now if if that's the main issue what i would say um i would encourage you as much as possible to 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 ask god to help you be a light to your family both in the way that you're living on your own uh, and in your interactions with them and what i mean by that i don't have a specific thing in mind what i just mean is you going to god every day and saying you know lord i know you've put me in this family for a reason and, and i'm asking you to help me be a light to them in some way both in the way that i'm living a healthy and holy life and in my interactions with them now the one qualifier i would say is if they're abusive or if they you know cause you you know emotional pain on a consistent basis by being cruel to you by being disrespectful as jacob was talking about in his segment um you know it's okay to set boundaries on that relationship and in fact it's necessary to set boundaries on that relationship because to love somebody means to work for their ultimate good And at the very least working for somebody's ultimate good means saying hey i love you too much to let you act like a jerk (laughs) right so because of that i'm going to set these boundaries here which makes it a little bit harder for you to do those hurtful things and that's good for you and it's good for me you know it's good for you because you're not demeaning yourself by behaving in that way and it's good for me because you're not degrading me Uh, and so i'm standing up for the health of our relationship by saying for example, yes, I will come to the holiday, but I can't stay at your house. Or, you know, yes, uh, we can get together in a restaurant, but I can't, you know, get together in this context or in this situation. Or I can talk to you on the phone or I can text with you, but I can't do these things where it's just too emotionally intense and there's too much risk of, of hurtful things being done or said. Right. So, so I want you to pray about that. Now, the, the second thing, the, the, the second direction this could go in is if you, if you say, you know what, I can't be around them without having to spend you know the rest of the day or even days putting myself back together again because they're just toxic people and you know it's not just a matter of me feeling uncomfortable around them or not feeling supported by them it's a matter where you know when i when anytime i'm around them my light gets extinguished right Um, And in that case, if if you're not strong enough to be that light to them because they're just way better at being broken and toxic than you are at being, you know, who you feel like God's calling you to be in that situation, then it's okay to say, you know what, I'm just not strong enough to be around these folks, you know, and I I pray for them and I ask that God would touch their hearts and and help them heal and convert. And I would be open at some point in the future if they wanted to reach out to me uh, and say, let's work on healing this family together. But for now, I kind of need to keep my own counsel and find my own ways to celebrate the holiday with the friends that I have, with my church, with the people that are in my life now.
2: Yeah, and and creating more of that. You know, many of us realize that when we come from a family that is so wounded, I won't say broken, but wounded, that often we do have to create a different family along the way. And I'm not even talking about getting married and having your own kids people that you feel a kinship with a sense of shared faith a sense of being able to trust them in some way we have to build that around us at times because many times this deep desire to have a completely healed loving warm accepting family of origin is beyond what we can control ...as human beings. We can pray for it. We can pray for those people. We can do our own work on what it takes to heal our own selves. But making other people heal and be who we want them to be is outside of what we can control. But if we can focus on what we can control in building other relationships, more chosen family, as it were, then we can begin to heal ourselves and know our own effectiveness... And let them have the time they need to heal and be who they are, as, as Jacob Flores, Bobczyk, was saying earlier.
1: Well, you know, Lisa, when you were talking about the cho- our, you know, our chosen family, you know, the, 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 here's an interesting thing. You know, in the, in the ancient Roman mind, you know, family was, was blood. You were either, you know, in the tribe or you were out of the tribe. You were either blood-related or you weren't. You weren't family. When Christians came along, all of a sudden we, we upended that. And we said that grace was thicker than blood, right? And so everybody who is baptized is my brother and sister in the Lord. You know, god is our father and we are brothers and sisters to those who share his name christian um and so the reason i say that is because you know it's not um it's not wrong to to say you know i i can't be around my my blood relations because of the toxicity that's there and instead i'm going to i'm going to build the relationships with my real family um, the, 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 the my brothers and sisters in the Lord and so if you have that community I'd really encourage you to, to lean into that community as much and if you don't have that community I'd encourage you to to to, to find that community and start building it you know over the next course of the next year so that you're ready for the next set of holidays and and as you're doing that that's part of what I mean about being a light to your family in the way that you live a healthy and holy life because a lot of us you know a lot of people they weren't raised in the most affirming and loving environment, and so they, they, they try to live their life as a monument to that. I want to show the world how miserable my family of origin was by, by leading a destructive and unhealthy life, and I'm going to cling to that, because I need to show the world how awful mom and dad or my brothers and sisters are. I don't mean that you do it consciously, I mean that the people do that. We, we and,
2: have a tendency to do it because we want people to see our truth. And,
1: and, and that's, you know, there's a good motivation behind that. Wanting people to see our truth is important, and wanting to be affirmed for what we've been through. Is important but we don't need to live our life as a monument to the pain that we've come from uh, and so I just want to so one of the best ways that we can be a light to our families of origin even if we can't be around them a lot is by leading as healthy and holy a life as possible and doing the work to lead that healthy holy life so that we can show the rest of our family that you know there's
2: a way out if they want it exactly and they and sometimes they do sometimes they say hey look Bill looks a lot happier than the rest of us. Maybe we should actually pay attention to him sometimes and listen to what he's doing to get himself to that place. And other people can say and look at you and say, wow, you know, Bill is living a really happy, holy life. His family's not around a lot. He must have had to overcome a lot to be able to be the person he is today. That gives me hope that I can too. So it's a win-win all the way around.
1: So, Bill, I'm sorry that you're going through this, and I certainly understand the pain that you're feeling from being estranged from your family or in conflict with your extended family. But I want you to to see that there are ways forward, and I want you to pray about all the things that we said here and and see what God is calling you to, whether he's calling you to find healthy ways to be a light in your family or be a light to your family by reaching out to your other brothers and sisters in Christ to build build a, a community, a domestic church that way. Either way, though, God has you in his hands, and he loves you, and I, we've added you to our mortal life prayer list, and if there's more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out to us here or at CatholicCounselors.com. All right, well, with that, we have to go to break, but it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 5 through 7.
2: Love the Lord, your God, with your whole heart, and with your whole being, and with your whole strength. Take to heart these words. Keep repeating them to your children. Recite them when you are at home and when you are away, when you lie down and when you get up.
1: You know, this is uh, the mission, really, that God gave the people of Israel and, by extension, us as well, to remember who we are living for and what we are living for and to teach our children that and to live it out in our families, that, you know, it's our family lives that are the place where we learn to be Christian disciples, where we learn to love like Christ, where we learn all the virtues that help us lead a healthy and holy life. That doesn't mean our families are perfect. Far from it. It means that by recognizing how imperfect our families are and bringing that imperfection to God every day and saying, what do you want me to make of this? That's how we grow in that health and that happiness and that holiness that we're called to from placing the Lord at the center of everything. So let that be an encouragement to you if you have a messy family like most of us do. And you can also give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Our show today is titled, All Stressed Up for the Holidays. What's stressing you out about the upcoming Thanksgiving holiday? Maybe you're doing too much without enough help. Maybe family conflict is getting you down. Maybe, you know, you've gone through some hard times or experienced a loss and it's really putting a damper on what you think the holiday should be. Uh, maybe you're not sure how to deal with that irritating relative you've been avoiding for months or if you're feeling disappointed that your marriage or your relationship with your adult kids or your parents or your siblings or extended family just isn't what you wish it was, especially at this time of year. Whatever the situation is that's stressing you out for the holidays, we want to help you rediscover your peace. And find the solutions you're looking for. The number, eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. Again, that's eight seven seven five seven three seventy eight twenty five. Or if you're listening to the podcast, send your questions to questions at more2liferadio.com. We'll be back with more of your questions coming up right after the break.
3: Underwritten in part by the following nonprofit.
0: Finding good health care, encouragement for healthier living, or solid spiritual direction can be frustrating. That's why the Catholic Healthcare Alternative, CMF Curo, is offering a health sharing option. Curo's Christ-centered wellness services include Catholic Wellness Coaching, Spiritual Direction, and a Catholic community supporting your health and wellness needs. Visit cmfcuro.com to learn more. That's cmfcuro.com, where you can experience Christ's healing love in your health and wellness. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter.
1: Are you longing to hear God's voice? Lord, Teach Me to Pray, the free Ignatian prayer series will open your heart to His voice, to the peace you are seeking, and the only love that fulfills the human heart, Jesus. God is calling you to true joy, knowing Jesus personally. Lord, Teach Me to Pray is free. Go to lordteachmetopray.com. Click on the red box. Order the Lord, Teach Me to Pray series now. Go to lordteachmetopray.com.
5: Ciao, Amici. Teresa Tamio here. If you're looking for something inspiring to give to someone this Christmas season, or maybe just a little stocking stuffer for yourself, make sure to check out the Ave Maria Radio online store. Plenty of books are sale to teach, inspire, and renew your connection with God. Speaking of sales, my book, Everything's Coming Up Rosie, is 25% off this month, while supplies last. So go ahead over to AveMariaRadio.net and click on the bookstore. Happy shopping.
2: Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And today on More to Life, the show is titled All Stressed Up for the Holidays, as we talk about those, well, the things that we, the stress that we feel around the holiday get-togethers, like Thanksgiving that's just coming up in a couple of days. Whatever's stressing you out about the holiday, whether it's family conflict or... It's just a rough year that's dampening the feelings that you want to have at this time or right. any other issue. Just
2: complete overwhelm at Man. the whole thing. We're here for you today on More to Life at 877-573-7825. <laughs>
1: okay. It just felt cute to do that. Hopefully I
2: don't know. <laughs> we're in sync for the rest of the holidays in the Pop Jack household House. Hey, before, well. we,
1: before we take that next question, I just wanted to let you know about something that's coming up. Would you like to have a more faithful, loving, joyful family life by Christmas?
2: Mm, I think most of us would.
1: Well, then join us Monday, December 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central for a free webinar titled A More Peaceful Family by Christmas, The Catholic Parent's Guide to Advent. You know, each Advent, God calls us to make a little more room for Christ in our hearts and in our homes. And in this free webinar, we're going to show you how the grace of the Advent season can help you celebrate the more loving connected, and caring family life God wants for you. Join us Monday, December 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central for this free webinar. You can register for it at catholichom.com slash webinar. That's catholichom.com slash webinar.
2: Remember, it's completely free, but you have to register so we can send you the link. It's that simple. So, again, it's catholichom.com slash webinar webinar. And that is on December 4th at 7pm and you can have everybody there in the room and it's all fine and it's great. Just join us and we'll show you how to have that more peaceful family by
1: Christmas. Check it out. With that, we are taking your questions right now at eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. Lisa, who's up next?
2: Well, we have a um, message here from Kimberly who's listening to EWTN radio in New Jersey and she said, My husband's sister's husband, okay, my husband's sister's husband, so I guess her sister-in-law's husband, gets very ugly when he drinks. He starts screaming, argues with people, and uses foul language. It's kind of frightening, and we don't want our children around him when he gets like this. Now, we told my husband's parents that for his good and the good of the family, they have to stop serving alcohol at family gatherings. The only time we actually see him, because they live three hours away. But my father-in-law won't stop serving alcoholic gatherings, because he says it would be inhospitable. <laughs> what can we do about this Kimberly in New Jersey? I'm
1: laughing because it's is it is it more is it more inhospitable than enabling this kind of behavior? Um yeah, well, so so you know, this is this is a, again a good example of what we talk about when you know, when people think that being loving means just not rocking the boat, you know, but being loving for the Christian means working for the ultimate good of of another person. And in this case, that would mean doing what, exactly what you're saying, not serving alcohol at the party. Um, now, it would be a different story if you were the hosts. I mean, because, you know, in that case, you could contact um, your, oh, I'm sorry, this is your husband's sister.
2: Sisters, yeah, that's the sister's you, husband.
1: You could contact your husband's sister and say, hey, listen, before you guys come over, I really want to talk through this with you. And you could do that here as well but you have a little less power because you're not the hosts of the gathering.
2: Well, and and perhaps the, the sister herself would love to have the husband stop drinking, but she has no control over it once he's in the presence of alcohol served at a party.
1: So, you know, pray about this, but you might want to reach out to her and, and just say, hey, look, you know, uh, I love you and um, we love seeing you, um, but it's really kind of awkward when your husband starts drinking. I'm sure it's got to be really awkward for you. Um, how would you like us to handle this this year so that it's not so painful and see if there's anything that, that that she can suggest or if she she would support the idea of not serving alcohol at the party because then the, the two of you could go to your father-in-law and, and address him about that directly um if that's not possible or if you do that and it doesn't go well then you have to decide whether it's worth going to the celebration or not uh, and that's painful, but I think sometimes, again, working for the ultimate good of our family means making that hard choice of saying, "Look, guys, we we love you too much to just be part of this mess, you know." And if if you all, you know, value having alcohol at this party more than you value being a, a peaceful and loving family then we can't be there for that. And and we'll, we'll come up with some other way that we can visit you guys at some other time of the year. We'll, we'll find some other ways to stay connected. But we're not going to be part of that drama this year. And it's just too much for us, and it's, it's especially too much for our kids to see that. Um, and, and you draw that line. And then that's going to cause all kinds of drama. They're going to get all mad at you, and they're going to, how dare you, and that's not hospitable, and you're trying to control us. No, I'm not trying to control you at all. I'm just saying that, look, you know, I, I love you guys. And I love my brother-in-law, too, but he can't handle being around alcohol. And if you're going to insist on having alcohol at this party, I can't be part of that for his sake and for the family's sake. You know, we'll come and visit some other time, but we won't be there this year. Um, and see what that does. You know, again, you know, the the goal, the, the, the point of that isn't to threaten anybody. It's just to, to lay down a, a very clear boundary that says loving you guys means not letting this happen and we can't be part of that so if if you're going to do that then that's fine you do what you do we'll visit you some other time but we're going to find some other way to celebrate thanksgiving uh and enjoy ourselves in our our, as our our nuclear family that's a hard thing to do but but again it's 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 one of the ways that we are able to be a light to our families you know we're not mean to them we're not bullying them we're not uh, you know trash talking them we're just saying this is what's healthy and this is what i'm going to do to stand for that and if you don't want to do that that's okay that's your choice but then i can't be part of it so you guys decide what's really important to you is it important more important to have alcohol or is it important to be able to have the whole family together so that we can be safe and peaceful and loving with each other and then it's their choice right so so that's that's how we can evangelize our family and by setting some of those boundaries sometimes Um, So as we wrap up uh, in the last couple of minutes of the program, I just want to share with you, we are actually having an active discussion on CatholicHOM.com right now about the holidays and all the stress that comes... From dealing with the holidays and family conflict and stuff going on in our homes and outside the family. So every day on more on, on Catholic home, excuse me, we have conversations with hundreds of families, Catholic families around the world, just talking about how what it takes to lead a faithful, loving, caring, connected Catholic family life. We've got tons of resources, including animated video series for the whole family. We've got creative podcasts, monthly downloadable activities. We've got a monthly live Q&A with Lisa and I and all of our members, and every day, the whole team of CatholicCounselors.com, all of our pastoral counselors and coaches are there, walking with families just like you, answering your questions, giving you the encouragement and resources you need to create a beautiful, loving Catholic household on mission. That's what Catholic HOM stands for. So if you're interested, you get 30 days for free. Sign up today at at CatholicHOM.com or download the app. We'd love to see you there. And let's talk more about getting unstressed for the holidays. That's all the time we've got for today's program. Thanks so much for letting us be a part of your lives and walking with you through your questions. If you'd like more support, as I mentioned, CatholicHOM.com, or if you'd like more personalized attention, CatholicCounselors.com to learn more about the Pastoral Solutions Institute's pastoral telecounseling practice, where you can work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your marriage, family, or personal life. Learn more at catholiccounselors.com. Thanks for tuning in. Have a blessed day.
5: You've been listening to More to Life
3: with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popcheck. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.